I'd like to look briefly at a few verses. Uh, Exodus 3 and uh, verse 7. The Lord speaking to Moses and he said, And the Lord said, uh, Exodus 3, 7. Just give a moment. Keep turning there. Exodus 3, 7. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt, have heard their cry by reason of their tra taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. I have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. Verse 8, and I am come down to deliver them. Hallelujah. Looking in um, uh, Isaiah chapter 61, Isaiah chapter 61, speaking of God coming down and how he has he understands their sorrows and and their groanings and now he has come down in the person of the Lord Jesus the Messiah <clears throat> Isaiah 61 verse 1 the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings to the meek or the poor or afflicted he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to produce liberty to the captives, the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And of course, when the Lord Jesus quoted this, he stopped right there because it was it's the day of grace and continues to be. But there is coming a day, the day of vengeance of our God, but his desire is to comfort all those that mourn. In verse 3, to appoint unto them that mourn. Mourning for sin. Mourning for the disgrace and dishonor that's been brought into uh, through this world upon God. He says, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. And now, well, I mean, this is this is an impossibility except with God, because ashes are destruction. They're you know, ashes uh, are uh, are the something has been consumed, and it's no longer of value, no longer of usefulness. And God says, "You give me your ashes, and I'll give you beauty, the oil of joy for mourning." You bring your mourning to me and I'll give you the oil of joy. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. You know, one of the things that sorrows uh, bring uh, uh, into our lives. One of the results of sorrow is your eyes turn inward. Uh, you become consumed with yourself. And and God wants us to understand, as we read in Exodus chapter uh, 3, that I have seen the affliction. Because when your eyes are upon yourself, uh, you feel like you're alone, and no one knows, no one understands, no one cares, no one can help. And the Lord said, I've seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt. This is back in 3.7. I've heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters. 
and I know their sorrows, and I am come down to deliver them. And that's why we read in Isaiah this, uh, the, uh, regarding the Lord Jesus, uh, the Spirit of the Lord upon him, uh, to bring good tidings, good news. Well, that's exactly what uh, you need in times of sorrow, uh, in times when you're brokenhearted, in times when you're a captive, in times when you're in the prison house, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And of course, this is the acceptable year of the Lord when Christ is receiving sinners to himself. And then in Zion, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. You bring me the, see, this is, there has to be a response. There has to be the bringing of ashes to him in order to receive the beauty. There has to be the bringing of the mourning to him in order to receive the joy. There has to be the bringing of the heaviness to him in order that there might be the garment of praise. Uh, it, it requires a an action of faith. You know, just to recognize my own pain and sorrow, just to recognize that Jesus Christ is the answer for my pain and sorrow is not sufficient. Faith reaches out to him. Faith uh, uh, claims that he is uh, come for me. He came to seek and to save the lost. He's come for me. I am the lost. I, I, I am the brokenhearted. Uh, I, I am uh, uh, the captive. And I am the one that is bound. And then just to finish in 1 Samuel chapter 22. Notice what they did in 1 Samuel 22. These men that were, uh, call them the three D men. They were in debt, yes. uh, then distress, in debt, and discontented. And what did they do? This is the part that, that, that allows for God to come through. Uh, it, it, it's not enough to know that he, that he cares about my situation. He hears my groanings. It's not enough to know he's come down. These are all intellectual things. I've got to go to him. See, when Jesus, in, in all the Gospels, when people came to him, it was because he had come first to them. He's no longer in heaven. There he is. There in Judea. There he is. There in Galilee. He had come near that they could come to him. And in 1 Samuel 22, David therefore departed thence, escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. And everyone that was in distress, everyone that was in debt, everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him and he became a captain over them. So until Christ is the Lord of our lives, until Jesus Christ is the Lord, everything about the Bible, everything about salvation is just an intellectual exercise that will never move you away from your brokenness, from your sorrow, from your bondage, from all the pain uh, that, uh, that sin brings in to life. You've got to go to him. You've got to find in him the resource, the only resource for being in distress, being in debt, being discontented to make him captain yes. 
over our lives. And for those of us that have, as we sang in that uh, first song, that he brings, and as we saw uh, with uh, uh, in uh, Jericho with uh, Zacchaeus, uh, he received the Lord with joy. All the money that he had, and he didn't have joy. All that he had, and and he was just like the people that we read. He was broken hearted. He was in distress and he wasn't in debt, uh, but in the sense that his soul uh, was was uh, was uh, uh, bankrupt. Uh, he needed the Lord Jesus. So you have to go to him. So many people, they know they can recite the Bible. They can tell you what the gospel message is. They've never gone to him. And so they remain in their their pain and their sorrow with their eyes looking upon themselves, never having the experience of looking up to him and seeing love incarnate reaching out to them and ready to receive them. Amen. Amen.